Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 121 of Be With Me in Acts. Jose Ortega y Gasset, the Spanish philosopher who died in 1955, said that life is a series of collisions with the future. And therefore, living is a constant process of deciding what we're going to do. And it fascinates me in the book of Acts that it literally starts with people rolling dice and rolling spiritual dice. And how do you make decisions when you are a Christian living with the Holy Spirit? And we're going to see that today with Paul in Acts chapter 19, verse 21. Let me read this. Now, after these events... Paul resolved in the spirit, he resolved in the spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must see Rome. And having sent into Macedonia two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia, that is, in Ephesus, for a while. Ephesus is the capital of Roman Asia. Okay, so the first phrase that let's just pause on is Paul resolved in the spirit. So you and me are always deciding what's to do. What's the best thing? What's on my heart? What should I do? Where should I go? What church should I join? What job should I pursue? What girl should I marry? What man should I date? Uh, Is it time to have a baby? Should I retire? When should I retire? Where should I live? So this this idea of Christian decision-making and planning and deciding what to do next, Jose Ortega y Gasset had it right, is there's a lot of decisions that we need to make going forward. I would... uh, send you to season five, episode 97, where the title of that was decision-making when God is silent. That is when he doesn't give you a vision or a voice or an angel. And we see here Paul making decisions. He is in Ephesus. Across the Aegean Sea is these places that he's uh, describing. He says, I'm I'm going to first go to Macedonia, which isn't even the closest place. Uh, Corinth, Achaia, is uh, actually closer. He decides to kind of go backwards, go 250 miles to Corinth, and then go another 200 miles to, uh, correction, he wants to go to Philippi first, to the northern parts of, of Macedonia first up to Berea and Thessalonica, then come back down this Macedonian peninsula to Corinth. So that's maybe 600 miles total. Then he says he's going to go to Jerusalem all the way back east. That's 1,200 miles back to Jerusalem. And then he says he's going to go to Rome, which is 2,500 miles uh, west. It's a crazy route. It's 4,000, at least 4,200 miles so how far is that? Well, that if you walked from Los Angeles to New York, you wouldn't be there yet. Then you'd have to turn right 
and walk down to Miami and you still wouldn't be there. Then you'd have to walk to Key West and that's about how far of a distance that we're talking. So the, Paul, the plans of Paul that he's describing here, that he's deciding that he's resolving to do is a ridiculous epic journey and it is the uh, conclusion and it basically he's describing, he's laying out for us, he's foreshadowing the entire rest of the book of Acts uh, going back to Jerusalem and then doing uh, what's called the fourth missionary journey to Rome. And guess what? He never leaves Rome. He pays with his death, death there. All right. So I think Paul volitionally uh, makes decisions and makes strategy. And, and as it says here, resolves in the spirit. That is, uh, he gets to decide. What he doesn't get to decide is the last part about this. He says that after I've been there, I must go, I must also see Rome. And I think, uh, based on the, the, the same Greek uh, verb, which is day, I must, I must day, I must see Rome, is the same verb that's used uh, uh, back in Acts chapter nine at his conversion. So remember the story. Paul gets converted. He gets blinded. Uh, uh, the Lord sends a believer, Ananias, to him. And Ananias says, I don't want to go see Paul. He's been killing people. I'm a little afraid. And then the Lord says, this is to Ananias, go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles. That's number one. Two, kings and children of Israel, that's number three. And then listen to this, for I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. I will show him how much he must suffer. That's not a choice of Paul's. That's the same verb, day. Paul says here in Acts 19, I must see Rome, I have to see Rome. And I think, this is my speculation here, that the Lord showed him that his life was going to end in Rome, in, in Rome, and therefore he says, "This isn't a choice. My life's going to end in a in a few years in Rome. For I will show him how much he must suffer." Same verb, same verb there. Day he must suffer for the sake of my name. All right. So let me draw some applications here. Number one. We get to decide a lot of things. You are colliding with your f future, just like uh, Jorge Ortega y Gasset said. You get to decide what seems good. And I would encourage you to continue to resolve to do what seems good so that on the day when you must meet your maker, so this is something we don't get to decide, someday we must meet our maker, that we're not ashamed. So just like Paul, there's a segment of life that we get to decide what seems best to us, resolving in our spirit, getting to make decisions, feeling led, uh, discerning, and that's in our volition. But at the end, there's something we must do. We must meet our maker. We must meet our end, kind of like Paul does. And let's live our life so we're not ashamed on that day. Thanks for listening.